0: Hello there, and welcome to We're Potting This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not-so-favorite Disney Channel original movies. I'm Josh.
1: I'm Lori. I'm Sammy.
0: Email your diaries to pod this Together at gmail.com because today you're watching Read It and Weep.
1: A shy and retiring high school student develops a peculiar alter ego that changes her life forever. Can you guys try saying "peculiar alter ego"? Peculiar, peculiar alter, ego. alter ego. Okay, great. You're good at <laughs> nice eating. I don't like the word retiring. Yeah,
0: I know. I, that was weird. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, like if she got really big, maybe she could have retired from high school, but
0: she definitely didn't.
1: Had you
2: guys seen this one before? I had, and I surprisingly remembered pretty much exactly all of it. I hadn't seen it.
1: I hadn't heard of it. The girl looks really familiar and I looked it up and like, I haven't really seen anything that she's in. She was in Life is Rough. That's, I've seen that. We have it on the record. Yep.
0: (laughs) Okay. Usually I like watch them now and I remember like some distant memory in my childhood, but now I'm like having distant memories from maybe high school where it's like, oh yeah, I kind of watched this, but... I was also doing algebra homework.
2: Yeah, I think I um, I've been I've been there for a little bit with these movies. Yeah, the no, it's a it's a
1: it's nostalgia,
2: but in a very different way.
1: It feels very like I don't. This was probably like what 2005 or something. It feels very 2005.
2: Yeah, I was
0: gonna say that because High School Musical felt very like. I feel like a little bit of it is timeless. So to go from High School Musical, which is like very clean cut high school to this where it was like very trendy, like the styles and the hair that they had were very trendy. It like almost threw me off. I'm like, wait, what what time frame are we in again?
1: It also kind of gave me some serious like Dawson's Creek or Degrassi vibes, especially the the soundtrack to this reminded me a lot of the Dawson's Creek soundtrack. The
0: soundtrack was cool in this. I
1: really heard a lot I of like surprise type music.
0: So it starts off kind of like mean girls slash Lizzie McGuire kind of way where it's this alternate reality of high school that this girl is imagining and it's of course like kind of the perfect high school and she's this amazing character.
1: It took me a really long time to figure out that I thought her alter ego like it didn't seem very obvious to me right away it just seemed like the mean girl a lot of the time and that really confused me for a good like 40 minutes of the movie
0: they chose a few people who looked really similar in this or like not different enough to where i i was confused at first too
2: well the uh alter ego is is played by the actor's real life sister oh Daniel pan um uh, yeah, Daniel Panabaker. felt very old,
1: trying to figure out which like small this
2: young lady young
1: woman was who,
2: yeah, it didn't help that the alter ego kind of devolved into a mean girl, yeah, so it was really easy to confuse those two characters.
1: That said, she, like, visually imagines her alter ego talking to her. Is this some, like, beautiful mind or fight club stuff? Like, um, I think she's mentally, yeah. like, it's pretty, like, schizophrenic or something. Like, I don't know what, but. Definitely,
2: like, some sort of multiple personality disorder.
1: It's.
0: It gets, like, at first you're like, oh, this is cute. And then it gets to where she's speaking to her alter ego in public. And,
1: just like, grabbing over. her hand and stuff.
2: Yeah. It got really, really weird. It wasn't like Lizzie McGuire where she's, like, interacting some alter ego, but only in her head. It's clear it's only in her head. This one, her alter ego just kind of appears in yeah. real life, but only to her. We know that because she's talking to midair, and sometimes the camera will cut out where it is isn't there anymore, and you can just see her arguing with thin air, and it's like...
0: Are you okay, little girl?
2: I think she might need help. I think yeah, she but... might need medication.
0: Okay, I was doing the whole movie. I was like trying to psychoanalyze everything. <laughs> it kind of in a similar way. And I couldn't put two and two together, really.
2: I don't think this
1: one could be psychoanalyzed.
0: It, it's, an, it's not a fight club. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not.
1: She destroys the credit system and kills herself at the end that's pretty similar
0: yeah i mean i don't want to spoil anything but she does cause a scene at the end
1: with guts she's got, yeah she's got them
0: her diary is like have you ever seen those hp commercials for any of their technology that's like extremely idealized ways that artists can use computers
1: it's like the tech demo for the new um like apple's pin thing the stylus.
0: Or anything on Project Runway where they're yeah. like, are our designers going to use HP tablets to do this? And it's like, in real life, I know that does not work. So I don't know how in 2005 or six this girl got a hold of some amazing computer where she could perfectly draw little illustrations, do some like really nice text editing. I don't know how, but she had this amazing illustrated descriptive diary. And that's pretty much the whole premise of this of this movie, is that she has her, this amazing diary.
2: Her tablet was definitely ahead of its time.
0: I don't know if, like, I think an iPad nowadays would be the equivalent. And it's yeah. been, like, over 10 years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. think so there's this thing where Star Trek put a lot of... Stuff in the original series and like every consecutive series after that that ended up actually inspiring actual technical innovation. Do you think that this movie invented the iPad? Yes,
0: Steve Jobs was like watching, sitting around, just like (laughs) hanging out with his daughter who he'd never talked to, and then he saw this movie and he was like, I gotta do that. That's what the kids are into.
1: So, even Stevens is her dad, and he they, they own, I thought this, I, I enjoyed this a lot, but I think the pizza stuff was so unnecessary. It was cute, but like, I was so annoyed by the dad the entire time because he was just stupid. Yeah, he could yeah. not
2: get it through his head that his pizza was disgusting.
1: I feel like that would be
2: super frustrating being the mom, his wife. Yeah. It's just like she sunk so much of her time and money into this business, and he's running it into the ground with his disgusting pizza. And she's like, look, your pepperoni is amazing. Just make the fucking pepperoni (laughs) pizza. Like we discussed 15 years ago when we started this business.
1: Do you think maybe he was a little bit mentally unwell as well? Because like the wife handled it very well. Like she knew this was him and it wasn't doing well, but she's kind of just like, oh, let him have this. It makes him happy.
0: Yeah, I think she... Did support him like that but also maybe he was just ahead of his time maybe this is like before pinterest and yelp like he was the artisan hipster pizza place
2: yeah liver and onions was the big one he was trying to push
0: a german <laughs> uh, <laughs> brutal schnaffel pizza and then like post that on instagram and people go crazy
1: okay if there were a pizza with lemons and asparagus josh how would you market that
0: that actually sounds really good. Um, that's the uh, tour of Florence. Uh, <laughs> crazy cracker pizza. The lemons actually do wonders for your glow. So, and they provide a lot of uh, antimicrobial properties.
1: Isn't there something with asparagus and pea? Yes. It yeah. makes your pea smell. Okay.
0: <laughs> the smelly pizza oh
2: my god oh my god
0: <laughs> <laughs> will you come right. by it now
2: all right i'm ready for break now i'm not coming back <laughs> <laughs> pizza. um that said this decom daddy was not a bad daddy no he just was not running his business very well
1: he's a dumb daddy
0: i think even later on <laughs> they get a lot of business because of how well the book does and even then he's like our business is booming because it's my pizza and everyone else is like obviously he doesn't understand like the book is doing well that's why people are here like
1: i think there's like a throwaway line about them throwing away most of the pizza like they're just going there to hang out they're not even eat like like they're buying pizza and then like actually
2: i'm good i'm shocked how well the restaurant does before her book gets published because it seems pretty busy it seems like all the kids go there to hang out anyway and they're still like our restaurant is struggling it's like they're there they don't like the pizza but they're there
0: they i don't care for the whole like our restaurant is struggling bit because they act like it's gonna be one they they said like we need a really good day to bring us back it's like one day is not gonna help you or save your business sorry
1: I could see this something like this doing well in Austin, though, to be fair, if, like, people made it into some challenge. Like, I bet you can't make it through one pizza, stinky feet. Three, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that too.
2: See, I'm
0: telling you, there's a market for it. It just wasn't there yet.
1: She has a project she needs to print off. And since this is a movie in the early 2000s, we need the plot device of her accidentally printing off or sending a thing to people that she didn't intend to. So she like prints it off.
2: She emails it. So first she, her printer's broken. She goes to ask her brother. And this was like a whole line of stuff that was unnecessary. She goes (laughs) ask her brother and her brother's like, no, fuck you, leave me alone. Wow. Then her friend says, well, just email it to me and I'll print it. And then they're watching like a soap opera and she gets distracted and she's like, she has her tablet with her little stylus and she goes to drag the document to send email and she accidentally drags the wrong document and it was her journal.
0: They didn't show her face or anything. It was just showing her dragging this file. So I'm like, is this the wrong file? Is this not (laughs) right? What's going
1: on? I don't, if you have your journal on a thing, like, I think she wanted everybody to see it.
0: Oh my gosh, that's why they didn't show her face, because it was actually Iz who did it.
2: That journal's text file would have been very like, large, huge. And for 2006, it would take approximately 32 years to upload it (laughs) to the email.
1: That's oh. a good point.
0: And it'd be like $10 to print that off in color.
2: Oh yeah, the friend should have opened that up and been like, I'm not printing this in color. Yeah. Like, <laughs> send her a text message like, is are you sure this is what you wanted because this is I I agreed to print your 5-page project, not this 80-page full-color illustrated uh journal
1: well and also if you're like her friend sammy if you like sent me something and it looked like and it said like my private journal on the front i'd send you a message back saying hey is this what i was supposed to get it's like if somebody accidentally sends you a naked snapchat that you weren't supposed to get if it's not the person that you're just gonna like mutually ignore that it happened you're gonna be like hey didn't don't think you meant to send me that maybe double check next time like be like oh clearly they don't want they want this very private thing printed
0: but it happens anyway and guess what everyone loves it and immediately They're like, yours is chosen. You won the award. You're going to get published. This is all happening super fast.
1: Yay. Books get printed overnight in 2005. Everybody has a copy the next day because high schoolers are known to rush out to buy the hot... I mean, like, all my friends read and stuff, but, like, the entire school is reading this one book.
2: If it was a book written by one of your classmates, though, do you think you'd rush out and buy that? No. No?
1: It,
0: it definitely be... It was... Okay, but this scene, they were extremely dramatic. Like, all of them holding in it and, like, doing little hand motions for, like, zap, zap. And then, like, they're all, like, holding it up, looking at it. It was a lot. It was a lot. it did remind me of a few, like, trends that went around in high school. Everyone is doing this. This is so annoying.
1: I can't think of any in high school. But I remember when Lilo and Stitch came out, everybody was doing the Stitch voice. Yes, and Gollum.
0: Gollum was the thing, and then you know the hand. Flick Napoleon
1: and... Dynamite. Ugh. I was about to bring up. I was about to bring
2: up Napoleon Dynamite, and then your mom goes to. Co- if I had to hear your mom goes to college one more time,
1: eat your I was. Tots.
0: Gonna... Yeah, are you kidding me? At the <laughs> in lunch, it was every day. Gonna eat your tots? Can I have your tots?
1: I hated it, but pretended to really enjoy it because I wanted to hang out with my cool nerd friends, and I hadn't read Lord of the Rings, so it was all I had to relate to them about. <laughs>
2: I had read Lord of the Rings, so that was
1: my <laughs> the <thing>. saving grace. <laughs>
2: that was my thing. My friend and I would learn like Elvish insults and just insult each other in
1: the hallway and send her in Cunderin. So, so you were too busy being cool <laughs> to watch Napoleon Dynamite. Is what it yes, happens. that's what I'm saying. Wow!
0: In seventh grade, I picked up The Hobbit, and the entire school year, I just pretended to read
2: it—that
0: <laughs> one book—and I never finished it. Okay, so uh, she gets a book deal. Like, I mean, okay, at first, all we know is that it's, like, got chosen to win something. And the Mm -hmm. whole school is reading it. And I thought, oh, cool, this is a a school thing. That's nice. But no, it's big, way bigger than that. This girl went, like, actual New York Times bestseller.
1: What's, like, the youngest? uh, Like, Malala, she was quite young when her book and, like, story. But, like, that was different because of the circumstances Um, of that
2: um the guy who wrote aragon wasn't he like 15 when that got published
1: oh
2: i don't know or he was 15 when he wrote it still a teenager when it got published
1: yeah she's like a huge bestseller and she starts doing like the morning show circuit and stuff um they it's the enchantment under the sea is going to be the dance and they all agree to go together and she signs them up to do the decorating committee
0: Oh, and the little guy. What's the guy friend's name?
1: Friendzonegy. Connor. Connor.
0: Connor. Her friend Connor. He's like, yo, you guys, I know, I know, like, I got a ride. We go and pull up and it's going to be lit. Uh, my bro has a truck. And they're like, that's so much better than like having our parents drop us off. And then they show the truck later on. I'm like, would, would they have fit in that truck?
2: I don't think all four of them, five of them, including the brother, would have fit in that truck. Also, at some point, he's begging the brother to do it. And the guy's like, why won't, Why can't you just ask dad? And he's like, well, dad's not cool. So I think, think it wasn't the truck. I think it was the brother getting the cool brownie points.
0: Also, his brother was like 32. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. I
1: okay. My, I, I didn't catch the line about the dad. So this whole time I thought it was like, um, is he supposed to be like in high school? Because that'd be great. He's just like, hello, fellow youth. I don't think he was ever in the
2: school. He might have had already graduated.
0: Yeah, maybe like 19 or something or 20.
1: And also, just to be clear, it was pretty explicit that this is a group of friends who are agreeing to go to the dance as a group of friends, but... As most of those agreements go, if one of your friends gets asked out by a dude that he or she likes that, of course, that person would then go with that person and it's not a huge deal unless you're going as two friends going to a dance and then somebody was ditching. But like as a group, like it'd be perfectly acceptable, right?
0: Those are the ghoul dance rules for going with friends. Mm -hmm.
1: I didn't like his character. It's shocking. I, Uh, yeah, he was
2: the definition of friend zone, just complete asshole. Okay,
0: right off the bat, We have Jamie in class staring at, like, the cute guy who's reading off a poem as Connor's just, like, creepily kind of staring at her. And that, like, set the tone for this.
1: And, like, as soon as she gets a boyfriend later, it seems like he's like, well, I don't want to be your friend anymore now. Yeah,
2: it was very entitled, very incel behavior. Just a lot of, oh, well, uh, he's some Chad who's not going to treat you right. I'm going to treat you right lady, it was so gross and marco wasn't at the end it was clear that he just wasn't invested but yeah. he wasn't a bad guy
1: i was really hoping it'd go the pretty and pink route not necessarily that she would end up with the blaine but um that her and her friend would and not end up together at the end of the thing and unfortunately yeah. that was not the case but that's where i thought it was going i think a bit too ambitiously because dcoms have never done me good short of brink so far as like the male female relationship
2: yeah and this was like the height of i I feel like the friend zone sort of storyline was pretty yeah prevalent at that time mid-2000s
0: so jamie not only agrees to go to this dance with all of her friends she also signs up her two close girlfriends to be on the decorating committee she has like a bit of newfound like spunk and she's like, I'm the cool girl, and I, we can do things. Let's sign up for the decorating committee. And she's like, I promise I'll be there. I'll help you guys. It'll be easy. It'll be fun.
2: Pretty much told them she'd do all the work. She was like, guys, just help me out. I'll do all the heavy lifting.
1: She like gets famous, and she gets a handler. And I like how they don't explain what it is ever. It's just like a faintly Hollywood-sounding term that they're just like, I have a handler, and he has a handler. And we all have handlers, and the handlers, blah, 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 the handles handle us.
0: So it's yeah.
2: essentially an agent, which I prefer the term agent.
0: Yeah, a handler is very much like, we're going to tell you what to do. and You don't have a choice.
2: Yeah. Which is kind of what this lady did. So,
0: yeah. Okay. To be fair, though, in re- I was thinking about this. If this publisher actually, d- like the way publishers work, they would have up fronted oh, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get this up there and be a best seller or whatever. Like, they took a chance on her. And so they're like, yeah, we need to do interviews. We need to do press. We need to do promo. So when you look at it that way, it makes sense. And they weren't being like super crazy.
1: Yeah, but they should have like fed her lines to give during interviews.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: They
2: did not prep her. She she was not handled for that. first. No, no.
0: She looked the part. They gave her a sparkly shirt. We see her kind of turn from this girl who was scared about having her diary be out there to a girl who's like coasting on the fame of this whole ordeal
2: yeah the first interview she, she panicked a little bit but then she kind of looked out in the audience and she saw is which was probably some of the first signs of her mental illness
1: <laughs>
2: um and is kind of talks her through how to do an interview and uh suddenly she embraces it and she's loving it and she's loving the attention shown she took off from there she
1: ends up getting to go to a giant party with a bunch of famous people and they had tiffany amber Thiessen, but they called her amber tiffany and it wasn't actually that but i think that's what they were trying to do
2: okay i was like i could not remember they said her name, and I immediately forgot. I was like Amber somebody.
1: I can't. They there was a brief period like she's Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and she was on a show. I think she was on Melrose Place. I could be wrong, but there was a while where she oh nine zero two one zero. Yeah, uh, she just went by Tiffany Amber for a while.
2: Well, that makes sense because I think that show they were watching at the beginning was supposed to be like a nine zero two one zero esque
1: she runs into
2: amber tiffany and decides that she wants to be best friends but she goes to pet a dog or something and then her hair gets caught in amber tiffany's tiara (laughs) and they're like oh no this could be a major scandal we don't want this on the tabloids at all and i was like what who's paying attention yeah Um, but they have to be ushered back to the green room.
0: It didn't I mean it looked like they were at a private event really or just, yes. you know
1: Doesn't like, she talk to like a boy at some point too who's clearly like 25?
0: Yes. And she that it's the guy who from the show that she liked that she has a poster of. Yeah. So she really likes him. And later on uh she's like oh our handlers came and they separated us and they said not to talk or something. I'm like Yeah, because he has the thing for, like, little girls, so get away.
1: (laughs) I mean, like, really, though, he was significantly, he looked very old.
0: And he was very enthusiastic to meet her.
1: It was weird. And it wasn't, like, a typical, like, her fangirling. It was, like, a, hey, what's up?
0: So this Amber girl is, like not very nice and she's kind of like i think she represents like the nasty famous people but then she also meets like someone else who she didn't expect to be nice but the other actress was nice yes i don't i don't know what i don't know what this scene was about honestly
2: (laughs) i think it was supposed to show like the seedy underbelly of hollywood celebrities but as a t-com
1: yeah, like where it's oh no, somebody was rude. Can you believe how dirty Hollywood is? Yeah, mm. instead
2: of instead of being offered cocaine in the bathroom, she just got her hair cut in a tiara, and the girl was mean about it.
0: That <laughs> tiara looked so lame, and then the girl's like, "Yeah, I paid enough for it." And I'm like. What, from Claire's? Like, $12?
1: In her defense, though, how stupid and, like, not paying attention does somebody have to be to get their hair cut in somebody else's tiara?
0: She had really tight curls, though. Like, you know, the kind that was popular.
1: How how do you do that? Sammy, you have curly hair. Do you get stuck in people's tiaras? I
2: can state definitively that I have never once gotten caught in somebody else's tiara. Have you ever gotten caught in your
1: own tiara? That seemed weirdly specific
2: uh i can neither confirm nor deny okay. <laughs> are you secretly uh, the
1: princess of genovia i'll need you to yes
2: speak my
0: handlers <laughs> uh,
1: josh if you do that the whole time then i'll pick princess diaries as my birthday movie
0: please i've literally before we recorded this i was like when are we gonna watch princess diaries i
1: watched it Like a week ago. Yeah,
2: I watched it recently too. I wanted to pair it with Avalon High when we get there because they're both based off of books from
1: the same author. Oh, cool. Marco and Sawyer broke up. Sawyer's the mean girl from her high school, who's not really, I mean, like she is very mean, but like it didn't seem excessive. It it was like a little bit excessive, but it wasn't as far as decom villains go i had a hard time like that bitch i
2: think like the worst she did was say that she asked for water with ice and she got water with no ice and i was like well i mean that's fair when you specifically ask for something then
0: i mean okay at this time we're seeing a lot of the like contrast between jamie and is and it's i really like,
1: hate that her name is is like a yeah, lot
0: it's, it's not great I don't hate is at this point because she's just doing kind of she's just doing the things that Jamie wanted to and like reaching out going on interviews talking to different people that she always wanted to you know she's kind of like exploring
2: it's the idealized version of Jamie it's like if Jamie were everything she wished she could be
1: if somebody bumps into you like being like hey don't bump into me versus just getting bumped into is kind of the overall what yeah. Jamie is being pushed to at this point
2: that's why
0: I'm like struggling with the message of this movie because it's like i feel like she tried to reach out and grow but that just meant that she was being a bad person then
2: oh i was just i was gonna say that the whole is thing, like leading into the whole mental illness thing is kind of took on a personality of her own and it was she started out as who Jamie wished she could be and it's just supposed to be everything like she's strong she's independent she stands up for herself and her friends but when she starts becoming like a mean girl I'm like I can't I couldn't quite see Jamie as wanting to be that so yeah. I couldn't figure out why this <clears throat> character started going off the rails so bad unless she's an actual
1: persona like a personality Um, yeah an
2: actual personality that's being created
1: like at first I got the impression that it was like when somebody does something to you or you get in an argument and then like the next day like man I wish I would have said this that would have been great is kind of what she was and then it turned into like yeah ditch your friends you'll narc on them it'll be super great do it do it
0: yeah it was hard because there wasn't like one huge goal in mind like that she was sacrificing everything for or reaching towards it was just betray your friends never talk to them talk to the super popular girl try this it didn't seem like there was a clear thing
1: there's a lot of the moral and a lot of stuff is that like okay i watched party monster real recently um where if there's a group that parties a whole bunch and it just kind of you keep upping the ante of like how much drugs and how much stuff you do that like eventually it will go bad i feel like maybe this one was trying to be a cautionary tale is if you start asserting yourself and being confident there's no end to it and you'll just get too aggressively assertive and you'll be too confident and you'll lose all of your friends
0: i do remember thinking like around this age i remember thinking i don't want to be like a cold person yeah i was definitely Mm -hmm. scared of like growing up and being like someone who was rude or didn't care about other people And I think maybe this movies like this made me worried that that was a thing that could happen.
1: That confidence is automatically arrogance? Yeah. Because it was also, she's a good writer and a
2: talented artist, and that's why her book was such a great seller. And then she kind of like, she was getting these offers for a sequel and a movie deal, and... I think she ended up turning all that down because she's like, I don't like who I became. It's like, that was the thing you're good at. That was your passion and you were successful at it. The lesson, yeah, the lesson should have been don't change who you are in the face of your success not necessarily that your success is bad
1: they're making it out to be like ambition is automatically bad and she shouldn't i don't think i even consciously realized it while i was watching it
2: yeah i'm realizing that now as we're discussing it too and also it's kind of odd considering at the end so during the whole movie she's shitting on her brother's music but he's actually really good and she does say it in the movie to her friends privately that he's actually really good and she thinks he should embrace it and then at the end he she encourages him and he turns out to be amazing like just setting him up for the same failure that she just had right she was successful in the thing that she's (laughs) passionate about and she pushed her brother to be successful in the
1: thing that he's passionate about
0: this family does not have a good track record
1: yeah this is also like on the heels of high school musical where Sharpay and ryan while they're kind of bitchy like their ambition was ultimately shit on like they're the bad guys totally like the ambitious people who are going through their for their dreams are the biggest villains in that movie so it's like what's up with disney at this point in time where they're kind of discouraging
0: being passionate
1: yeah like saying that like if people are too ambitious they'll just be assholes
0: and it's not as apparent as you're watching this movie it's just i don't know When you kind of take a step back.
1: It's unfortunate because the people who are watching us or who were meant to watch like the demographic would be like young kids who wouldn't think it through afterwards. It'd be like you, Josh, that you were saying that like you were scared of becoming a cold person because you kind of internalized these messages that apparently a lot of DCOMs are putting out there.
0: Yeah. Let's go back to like the popular girls and girls getting dumped.
1: The further we get into this stuff, like these movies are pleasant and nice, but I'm, you know, smart house had legitimately wholesome and good lessons without being preachy. Yeah. Versus yeah. these that have lessons that are really negative. It makes me think of like genius where I had like a legitimate problem. Where, like this is a really negative thing to be pushing onto preteens. Like, yeah. yeah,
0: there was this a part in this movie where she's getting dressed and ready for the dance and there's a song playing and it's like, it was very dramatic and deep and the song was like, They love you, they hate you. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm feeling something right now. I can't <laughs> imagine what this would be doing to a thirteen year old. Okay. Yeah. What really showed me that Jamie was changing was when she started sitting with the cool kids at lunch.
2: What's her what's her name? What's the uh, the mean girl's name? It's like, Sawyer, Sawyer comes up and says, "Jamie, we have a spot for you at our lunch table." And this is right after she had broken up with Marco, and Marco's like the boy of Jamie's dreams. She goes to sit with Sawyer instead of Marco, like the girl who's been bullying her for the girl that she made the villain in her diary, and she's gonna go sit with her instead of the boy
1: she's been crushing on for years. I also kept getting the bully confused with Iz, so like I guess there's enough similarities that maybe she was like hated her because she wanted to be like her so much that she was like i'm accepted now
0: yeah i also think she was only thinking about her she was only thinking about herself like oh i want to be the popular girl i want to have the cute boyfriend i want to have a success and that's it and like she doesn't think about the other consequences
1: Then there's like a weird scene of connor being bummed out at the thought of jamie going to the dance with marco which gross
0: In this whole ordeal, Jamie not only gets her friends to do the dance committee thing, but she also gets them all working at the pizza place.
2: One of their really busy days, and I think the mom walks by and was like... So one of the friends and Jamie already worked there, and the other ones were just hanging out. And the mom walks by and just throws aprons at them and was like, you expect to get paid while you're just standing around? They're like, (sighs) we're not getting paid. And she was like, well, now you are. And so they suddenly we're just like all right i got a job i don't have to sign a wt2 or anything that's fine
1: and jamie ditches out on working at the pizza parlor which has gotten very busy because of her fame and then she also can't help with the decorating committee
2: first she tells the one friend oh i can't make it on saturday and then sawyer calls and was like hey you want to hang out on saturday she's like yeah sure i've got no plans
1: how what do we
0: think about Lindsay, her friend who's doing all this like social work
2: she had a big protest that she had been planning for months. Then uh, Jamie got famous and she was going to have her come support the, the protests. Obviously, that would have gotten a lot of people around. But the fact that she had been planning this for months and still only the two of them showed up when Jamie didn't yeah. seemed a little off, like they have to be used to that kind of disappointment at this point.
1: Well, I don't even fully understand. It was like animal testing. Like, why are you protesting that at your high school? It's not like if they're at a university. Okay. That could make some sense, but like, I
2: don't think they were at the high school. I think it was
1: elsewhere. Oh, Okay. I know at least for the, they did like the whale thing, like save the whales at the school dance later. And I'm like, I don't think this is the crowd. It's not like a bunch of like, high school students and high school teachers getting on boats and going whaling raising yeah. awareness is great and all but like you're supposed to dump the guts on people who are <laughs> like, it's like pita throwing flour at people wearing fur coats like that's who you do it to you don't.
0: Know, you can forget all about it just like jamie does because she's got more important things like marco who asks her to the dance while she steps on Her friend Connor.
1: So terrible.
2: There's a lot going on with the whole Connor, Marco, Jamie situation.
1: And I just can't. Jamie didn't handle it super well, but it was also like her friends were expecting like their role in her lives to stay exactly the same. And I get that like high school is kind of where that starts being tested. You know, like eventually when you graduate, you're like, who's important to keep in touch with and that stuff. But like, yeah, even back then, it's like if a friend got a dope role in a theater production i'm mean, like a little bit jealous sure but like you understand that they're going to be at practice late and that you're not going to get to hang out with them as much but they're doing yes. everything they love
2: yeah oh my but if they, if they had told you over and over again yes i will be at this thing that is super important to you i wouldn't miss it for the world i will absolutely be there yeah yeah i think she's yeah. got an obligation at that point
1: it's fair yeah. i just think the movie tried to make it very black and white I would agree there. She goes on television and she slips that Myrna is based on Sawyer, <sighs> which shock. Everybody knew. People in high schools know that, like, those two bitches don't get along. Like, it's clear who Myrna... It's not...
0: This interview was a mess. Uh, I, for, I, I, there's so many things going on. Why did the handler, like, give her things to say, like we have talked yeah. about earlier? Why... Was this live and broadcasted to, like, her city?
2: Also, earlier, like, just before that, she said that she was taping an episode, which means that this shouldn't have been live.
0: It was very much live-seeming to us.
1: Is this af- after Nipplegate? Especially after that. I think this would have been, like, around the same time. Like, especially after that, nothing like this would have been live. Which I know they're probably not taking in consideration for this fake life to show <laughs> in the decom. but it's something to think about.
0: Post-Nipplegate?
1: Yeah. I also would like to formally state that I hate that everything is called gate. It's stupid.
2: Oh, yeah. I agree. The only thing that should be called gate is Watergate.
1: Agreed. That's it. Jamie is struggling with everything, basically. This is where we get to see a lot of when she's doing the interview, it doesn't just go badly. She's talking and she's, am I is? Is is? I am is? And she just like freaks out.
0: And then she's like, she goes... Meta, and she's like, "Am I an alter ego of Is? Is Is my other self?" If-?
1: The interview handled it pretty well to her credit. Yeah,
0: she's like, "And with that, we're we're moving on. Goodbye."
1: It was
2: <laughs> literally something like seven things in your toilet that could kill you.
1: <laughs> oh my, oh, my gosh! Yes, I thought you were telling me right now that my toilet is like super gross. I was like creeped oh, out. yeah, yeah, Lori.
2: I haven't seen your toilet in several months, but. It is pretty gross, and you need to clean it. Wow! Um, no, she had a full-on mental breakdown—just absolute mental breakdown—having this realization that I'm fairly certain she knew the whole time. Everybody knew Sawyer was what's her face—Margot, Mervin, Mira, Mervin. Marvin, Verna Myrna. Myrna. <laughs> um, Marvin, mean girl in her book. Yes,
1: Marvin, mean. Girl. Um,
2: we already knew Is was her alter ego. She was written. She was sp- explicitly written to be yeah. a version of her that she wanted to be. Yeah. And so her just having this mental breakdown in front of, the, Am I
1: Is? Yes, you were always Is. And I think Is is in the audience, <laughs> and I think she like asks her something, and that's when the interviewer's like, Oh no, no, we uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need to shut this down <laughs> now.
1: She's talking to people who aren't here. This is. <laughs> It got – I think if it would have been like that the whole time, I wish they'd stopped doing meta, like, pulling the camera back and showing that she was grabbing onto the hand of somebody who wasn't there and that she was talking to herself and stuff because that just pushed it way too far into the – this is an actual mental yeah, that's happening and not just yeah. some cutesy Lizzie McGuire internal monologue.
2: Lizzie McGuire did it way better. Yeah.
0: I, I did like Iz, though. I thought she was – Whenever she was on screen, I was like, oh, this is like the cooler, awesome chick. Okay, so Jamie lets slip all of the actual people that these characters were based on, and the people at the school finally connect the dots. And they're like, hey, that was me. That was rude. I didn't like that. You're a jerk. We hate you. Boo.
1: Which like perks to the high schoolers for not being narcissists, because if somebody wrote a like scathing tell-all of being a high schooler be like who am i which one am i i'm somebody yeah. right like oh yeah of them
2: i'd be thought... so paranoid she's been telling like all the interviews she's like oh my teacher always tells me to write what i know it, like the, yeah. the evidence was clear as day in front of them that this was based on real life
1: um also the plot that we really care about um she had insulted her brother's guitar playing and it looks like he threw away his guitar and he didn't just throw it away he like smashed it up and guitars are oh, very expensive God. but i understand Where he was coming from, because I've done that before, where if there was something that you knew that you shouldn't have, you like break it because then once it's in the garbage, you're like, even if I did get out of the garbage, like I'm done now. Oh God. You've never done that?
2: I have never done that. Okay. I I felt for him. I didn't blame him I was really upset his really was the only storyline I cared about I was so brokenhearted for him when I saw that guitar just like smashed up in the garbage I was
1: like oh
0: when I saw that I thought that is did that that's what I I thought too I was like oh my god she is a monster like this is going (laughs) bad but no it was him because she had said something so horrible about him
1: He knew his little sister was an asshole, so I feel like that was more of a case, too, of, like, somebody reaffirming a thing that you already thought. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Probably had a whole lot of self-doubt to begin with. And then his sister, his little sister's just being a bitch. And then also, she just got overnight success. Mm Yeah. And he's been working hard at this for years.
1: Connor writes, uh, so, like, the whole school's turned against her. At one point, she opens her AOL Instant Messenger at the exact same moment all of her friends.
0: (laughs) Yes. I I love that.
1: Waiting for her to go online. (laughs)
0: Billy Block.
1: He, she's like, you don't hate me, and he's like, no, I hate who you've become, and she says, me too, and then (gasps) closes the computer. And then I'm sure she picked like a very fitting, from first to last song quote to put as her away message.
0: Um, the next morning at school, she finds that someone submitted a a nice letter to the editor saying how jamie has been working through her own things and she's really not a horrible person she just called us out for who we were
2: yeah and she's like i would recognize that writing anywhere it's the same author as that poem that i that marco wrote early in the year which (sighs) it first it wasn't a poem so i don't know how you're getting how you're comparing writing styles Immediately. Yeah, she's talking to Connor. She's
1: like, this is the nicest thing. I'm so glad Marco wrote this about me. And he's like, the parents have to sell the pizza parlor because they had one bad day and that's how restaurants work. And I totally care about that plot point a whole bunch.
0: Yeah.
2: I think we all do.
1: So moving on. Jamie realizes that Marco had tricked the nerd Connor into writing the poem that was read in English class and that therefore... Connor is the one who wrote the letter to the editor about how smoking hot Jamie is.
2: And she's like, I'm with the wrong boy. This whole relationship is a lie and is founded on false pretenses.
0: Okay, but even then, I kind of liked this part because even then she has the the is version in her head saying, This is what you wanted. Just forget about it. Just dance with him. This is what you want. This is and it's like, haven't you ever been there where you know something? And you're like, No, but I wanted this and i feel like i have to commit to this already and
2: no i feel like that i have that relationship with this podcast josh
0: oh um. deep
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> comes in <laughs> i was like
1: well i agreed to this i'm in it
0: <laughs> <laughs> And you have a voice in your head saying this is wrong get out
1: <laughs> i could be with a nice boy the podcast about disney movies without the disney channel part
0: <laughs> you guys the cool most amazing dance Is coming up this is like I've I've never seen a dance or an event as cool as this one in my opinion
2: well it's all because of the friends Lindsay and Harmony
0: they're creative geniuses
2: (laughs) I wasn't sure about their names
0: I wasn't sure either
2: so they got roped against their will into being on the decorating committee and then absolutely killed it
0: they slayed that stage had like waves that moved seaweed hanging from the ceiling and like all these cool lights
2: giant whale giant glittering whale on the ceiling
0: so cool
2: it was so cool
0: not even okay i love the contrast between the glittery whale and the gross disgusting goopy seaweed on the inside yeah it's just commentary for the consumerist society we live in
2: Uh, one of the the artist girl was Lindsay right and then I think so and then the like super activist was Harmony well uh so one of the girls the activist girl comes up to the other girl and was like uh so we hate Jamie now right like okay so I've got a plan it might ruin your art piece and she's like no this is what art is supposed to be about this is embracing it's making people think It's getting into people's heads and that's art. And so it turns out the whole, their big, super meaningful art piece was just shoving flyers and seaweed inside the whale.
0: At one point, one of the teachers calls Jamie up to accept some flowers on behalf of everything she's done for the school.
2: Medal of recognition or something. I don't know. I didn't quite understand why this was happening at a school dance. I don't know. She's up on stage and at first Iz is like rub it in their faces about how you're going to continue succeeding and that's going to win them back somehow oh
0: and everyone actually boos which was gross
1: do you guys i just realized something this book was like a bestseller enough that she was on like nation nationally shown morning shows like good america good america morning and yeah (laughs) love that show and her high school turning against her was enough that it just died like and i thought the same thing mid-movie like if that happened in an austin high school and somebody had a signing at book people and that person's high school was pissed at them like the book signing would still have a shit ton of people there
2: the pizza parlor should still be frequented by like that should be a tourist spot now it was strange it sounded like her entire success was dependent upon her high school supporting her yeah Yeah. and once she lost their support she suddenly lost support across the board
0: I think this only proves though the the real problem was just her mental stability. Yeah. She's on that stage literally with a microphone up against her face talking to an imaginary person. That would have been so weird from the audience and she keeps going back and forth back and forth. How does she want to sway people? How can she look better? or the only reason she apologizes is because she sees her friends about to pull this prank whale guts and she thinks oh maybe i could like betray them and and i think that's what breaks her and she's like oh no i need to apologize to everyone i I wasn't sure what the turning point was
1: here i don't think she learned a genuine lesson i think she saw she's about to get dunked on by some seaweed i don't know it was weird
2: it was strange it was a very strange ending she suddenly makes a 180 and it's just like I'm sorry guys this was my personal journal doesn't mean that I it it doesn't give me the right to say what I did about people who were mean to me (laughs) again all she did was call out bullies I don't think she was that terrible
0: no no and I think she even says something good though which is like we're all evolving and changing and she didn't mean to like stereotype them or something she wasn't
1: writing a journal anyway. Like, your journal is about your, like, she was writing a book.
0: Yeah, it was, like, hyper, hyper, was, It was yeah.
1: And all the characters were pseudonyms. Like, it wasn't her actual journal.
0: It was just based off of not actually saying what these people are.
1: And, like, that's a form of journaling, I suppose, but, like, I think it's considerably different. Like, it's not as if her, like, personal diary got... She
2: wasn't like, oh, my God, diary, you won't believe. Today, Marco touched me. It was like, she was writing a fictionalized version. Yeah. But it was still supposed to be private. It wasn't... It was never meant to be published. And she tells everybody that, and she tells them it doesn't give her the right to portray them in mean ways.
1: I disagree with that, because I think in your journal, like, that's where you let that stuff out so you don't use it in real life. So, like, the publishing it part, but I don't think she should have necessarily offended And if it truly was meant to be personal,
2: I agree. There's a lot of stuff. I I don't. I don't journal, but like, there's some time. Like sometimes I'll text Lori about people, and I'm like, ah, they're driving me nuts. But it's like these are people I still care about. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't hate them. I just need to vent about them occasionally, and then it's done.
0: And it's not bad to have those thoughts every once in a while. It's just like how you, what you do with them. And she was doing something that was productive with them i i guess we're flip-flopping back and forth is she crazy or is she cheesy? i mean
1: she definitely is if they hadn't done the meta thing and it were like a cool alter ego but they kept panning out that fucking camera so you could see her there was one point where she grabs it's i think she's talking to marcos or something and all of a sudden is comes up and i think it's when she's like trying to convince her to stay with marcos and um she grabs is his hand and pulls her away but Is isn't real so she's grabbing air where like a wrist would be and then yeah. like off yeah. saying come with me like that's yeah. that's where it teeters into the like if they hadn't shown that it'd be fine but it, since they did show that it's her having actual hallucinations
2: made me concerned for her actual mental health yeah and i wish they would have addressed that in this movie
0: actually i'm concerned for the entire school's mental health she goes over there, pulls this whale prank. Seaweed falls down. Everyone loses their shit. I'm yeah, talking this. There's seaweed flying on people's faces. There's people running around with their arms flailing.
1: I don't know why I thought it was whale guts. Though I still thought, like, to, I just, just until you guys said it was seaweed, I thought it was whale guts. I never thought about how stupid that was for me to think that the girl who was trying to save the whales would put whale guts in the thing. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work
2: and then and then later the brother throws some of it on a pizza
1: i mean that's not that's believable (laughs) yeah Uh,
2: so it's like a 10 foot whale at most area that the seaweed is raining on is 15 feet
0: and it just so happens to like fly perfectly in people's faces
2: yeah people (laughs) are screaming and running out of the gym like you just have to like back up make a little circle around the whale and you're fine
0: But I will say I loved the amount of chaos it caused. It was my favorite (laughs) part of this movie. We see that Marcos and Myrna, Myrna. whatever her name was, they're back together.
1: Yeah, like immediately.
2: So we didn't really talk much about how he turned out to be kind of... He kept calling her Iz, and she's like, my name's Jamie, and he's like, all right, Iz.
1: What I
0: am mad about is they did the thing at the school lunch where he's like, are you going to eat that? Don't shame people for wanting to know if you're gonna eat your tots
1: yeah especially like a big teen boy like that's what yeah teens do yeah they
2: yeah they made that out to be like a really terrible thing for him to say and all it was was she was sitting there staring at her food and he was like are you gonna eat that and she's like no go for it yeah I do that I do that all the time when people try to throw fries away I'm like Oh, well, no, throw you don't away, throw the prize away. You can throw them into my mouth. I'm also garbage and I'm fine.
1: Good guy, nice boy gets the girl and then her brother plays at the dance and there's a full band set up that's fully rehearsed.
0: And then the entire school starts clapping for her because they're like, we hated you a second ago but you did the whale thing. That was cool so we love ya.
1: Hashtag that happened. <laughs> and that man's
2: name was Albert Einstein.
0: Oh, no, no, no. And then they bring the entire dance to the pizza place. And they're like, guess what, mom and dad? We just saved your goddamn motherfucking pizza business in one night with all these teenagers. I know you were closed. I know everything was off. I know all the chairs were up. I know the kit, the oven was off. But no, we're saving our company right now. So turn everything and start the pizza going. Maybe we can get some food by like 2 a.m.
1: Which is funny because when all the kids bought the book, Jamie noted that teenagers have a $10 a week allowance. So it was nuts that they saved up overnight to get her book with their $10 a week allowance. And then they have enough. These teenagers who are notorious for just having mounds of money, going to save the business and definitely tip well probably but it's okay because jamie has a good trust fund set up i
2: think it was like a bond i think she got like some sort of
1: see it was ten dollars when we bought it and it's worth thirteen dollars now you're welcome i mean
0: that's what my parents did
1: (laughs) do you still have it no how much was it
0: literally like we set you up a savings account and i and like years later i looked at it it was like ten dollars That's adorable thanks
1: back in my day shut up dad ten dollars was still jack shit back yeah. in your day.
0: <laughs> with that great one percent return
1: um i have a review from kk lol High in <laughs> july of 2006 i thought it was okay it just didn't flow i didn't really get the point of it if there is any i really didn't like the scene where she was dressing herself for the dance it seemed so out of place i honestly found the talking to herself out loud kind of disturbing she freaking acted like it's she held Iz's arm and dragged her across the dance floor on national television. She was talking out loud to her. How dumb is that? I think it would have been better if she had just thought the thoughts to herself. What is up with her thinking by turning off her computer that she would leave is behind. I think they should have just left out is talking to her. The scenes where she was showing what she would do. If she was is were fine. It was freaky is talking to her all the time. Her showing up on the dance is stupid. Oh, and don't get me started on all the typical stories. We have the mean brother coming through in the end of the story, then the pizza parlor story. Okay, this person goes on for like a long time. Da-da-da-da. The guy best friend being in love with his best friend, but her being in love with the most popular guy, hmm, Lizzie McGuire, it was quite predictable. Uh, yes, my comment is kind of scattered and has no order, but hey, it goes with the theme of the movie, right? <laughs> and this person gave it a three out of ten.
2: Did we learn any lessons from this movie?
1: I learned that if you are ambitious, you are an asshole and that you should give up on your dreams because you can't have friends and dreams. Sorry, guys. You I'm gone. Play
2: guitar. If you play guitar, then you should pursue that at all costs.
0: <laughs> or throw it in the trash, you know.
1: While breaking it, like, God, sell it at least.
0: It looked like a nice guitar,
1: too. It really did. It hurt. Like, the strings Oh, all...
2: I felt so bad. His parents probably paid for that.
1: With their pizza money. <laughs>
2: they could have afforded to keep the parlor running for another month
1: (laughs) i didn't learn i thought i enjoyed this movie i learned that i didn't enjoy this movie after we talked about (laughs) it i was was i
2: thought it was a very watchable movie i mean i guess that goes with review but it it was a watchable movie it was just it had it was very problematic i definitely learned that you can have some form of multiple personality schizoid disorder and nobody really cares
1: they should have seen if she was okay.
2: Yeah, she definitely, like, somebody should have been like, do we need to take you to a psychiatrist?
1: If I were her friend, I'd be like, yeah, she's being shitty, but she's also talking to somebody and touching somebody who's not there. Maybe we should not be pissed off for a second and hope she's... And even her parents were just like, oh, new. That
2: full-on just conversation on live television should have tipped off several people.
0: (laughs) I am really, I really tried to, like, come up with something and be like, This movie felt deep, but I didn't learn anything from it, and there was no, like, clear outcome. I learned that seaweed on pizza is probably really good.
1: Yeah, I would try that. I would try that, too.
0: So, with all of this said, I actually liked watching this movie... And I felt yeah. that it it delved a little deeper than some other Disney movies that we've seen in the past. And I would like to rate it a six.
1: I'm really conflicted because I enjoyed watching it. I was getting like Degrassi vibes and Dawson's Creek vibes and I enjoy that because I love shitty teen television still but after discussing it I think I can discuss Degrassi and Dawson's Creek and think that they're legitimate shows that mess up sometimes but cover good things and this one I just can't give that credit to I think I'm gonna give it a four
2: I think I'm gonna fall down in the middle of you guys I'm gonna give it a five I agree it was very watchable I enjoy teen dramas it's kind of my thing and this filled that that itch a little bit but it definitely had its issues and I don't want to ignore those issues five out of ten from me
1: so I heard rumors that Sammy has a very personal journal that she writes it every day that got leaked on the internet on Facebook if, and Twitter at pod together and pod this com and if you want like a downloaded PDF copy you can just ask for to pod this at gmail.com
2: yeah. Bam. Send us an email and I will absolutely send you that journal.
0: She spilt the tea.
2: (gasps) Now I feel like if somebody asks for it, I actually have to write it. (laughs)